This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! How are you, my dear? Richard! Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) That's my call to you. Wherever you are on the planet, I just play those very Philip Glassian notes and you appear. I love that about you. How are you? I am actually doing really well. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of crazy work or what? Well, crazy. Well, that's always crazy. But um, yeah, I think it's just a little tough content this this week. Challenging content, I'd like to. Challenging content. Is it related to the spheres around us or is it just the people who find you? The people who find I had somebody that was amazing that just was in my office, but she lost a son. So that's what I mean by challenging. You know, I, I understand. I'm sorry. But, no, it's OK. I had my own, you know, stuff happen this week. So <laughs> where I did, you know, we are so weird because you and I don't speak to each other before, you know, before our podcast. And then here we are and we try to catch up in the minute that we're here. And, you know, because Jennifer deals with a lot of stuff okay tragedy and trauma and people don't reach out to her because they're happy (laughs) so and in a weird way i'm i'm happy and i reach out to you because i am happy and and we have a lot of fun together so i know i don't have you for a long time i know you got stuff to do um so i'm gonna leap right into it luana i think we have a guest waiting standing by uh, but I'm going to leave it to you. Who's on your guest list, Luana? Luana, for those tuning in for the first or the last time. Okay, well, Shirley just popped in, but that's how I know her, from Laverne and Shirley. But I don't know, and I know she passed away, but I know I wasn't thinking of her. So, and she says that you knew somebody, like both her and Laverne. I don't even know their, okay, what are their <laughs> Okay, let's just clarify. Luana's a friend on the flip side who who handles our class. She has the guest list. I heard this woman's voice, her first name is Cynthia. Cynthia. And it is the partner of Laverne. So it's Laverne and you know who. But I believe Laverne showed up too. So what's her name? Because, well, <laughs> Laverne is Penny Marshall. Okay, that's right. Sorry. And her partner was Cindy. Oh, that's so funny. Cynthia. Okay, Cynthia. I didn't know better than to say. No, no, no but I, here's the thing. You. I already knew she was here standing in abeyance waiting. I already knew that because I've already had that conversation because it instantly, I was on Laverne and Shirley and on that show, Cindy Williams looked at me and called me Furface. She said, now listen, Furface. And so this morning I'm looking in the mirror and she went, hey, Furface, I'm standing by. All right. So I try not to judge these things as we know, but let's get right into it because we can that's the weird thing about me and Jennifer. So, Cindy, take a seat in our class. Wait, she just said it's my birthday, but I don't know what she uh, that's, I know exactly what she means. It's her birthday on the flip side. That's I felt that, but just give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's I hate a younger to... <laughs> birthday. It's a younger birthday. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it, well. Put it this way: it's and Mork your... just came at Mork. Oh my gosh, Robin Williams! Oh just my gosh, there you go, Mork. Just came in here like with his little, I don't know, whatever it's called, Gazoo. I don't know what he's doing, but they're celebrating over there. They're having a lot of fun. Very like they good. Should. He says it's packed. CBS, you weren't on CBS. 
Well, listen, we know Cindy, and Cindy has a lot of friends in our class, oh. a lot of people that she we've interviewed before that Jennifer's not aware of, Johnny but Carson, I'm aware of. Right there, Johnny Carson. All right, but let's go. Let's get right into it. I'm going to get into it. So, Cindy, because I have you here, who greeted you on the flip side when you crossed over? Not Penny. <laughs> okay, start there. Not Penny. Who did? Not Penny. My animals. Your animals. Okay, very good. And that were there cats? I like that. She goes, but Penny was the, I wouldn't, they wouldn't allow smoking when I came over. Who was? Penny was. She says, Penny was smoking. Okay, let me just clarify. Jennifer doesn't know anything about Penny Marshall. I know a lot about Penny Marshall. She probably smoked. Her voice is like, she that smoked like crazy. And right. that was Cindy's big bugaboo in their they office they her, shared they together. Kept her back. They kept her back. Cindy complained to Laverne or to Penny about her smoking all the time. They shared an office together, so they got separate offices over on the Paramount lot. Okay, that's why she would see her. Like there's no smoking. filter over here. <laughs> so, uh, so Cindy, uh, at some point, all these people <laughs> showed up. Who came? In, if you can just describe, what was that like for you? Who showed up? Sucked. It meant that I would died. But she says I was way ready to go. She said that one of her kids, I feel like a son of hers or somebody like a son of hers, wasn't. Let me ask her, is it Zach? Are you talking about Zach? She can say yes or no. Yes, Mr. Know-it-all. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Her son is Zach. Her daughter's Emily. But go ahead. Okay. I don't. I, I know you don't. It's okay. I'm skipping ahead. I feel like Zach wasn't ready to let her go. So I feel like that was, he was, but he wasn't. It wasn't until, she's like, I didn't need permission, but it helped letting me go. Get out of there. I understand. You should be like, trying to get, get away. And, and so I, let me, let me ask you. She passed up either. So, it's, so now at some point you're becoming aware I that. Died of secondhand smoke. Okay. Oh, is that right? Is that what she says? She's oh my gosh. Round about it. She's like, I died from lung cancer, or secondhand smoke. <laughs> um, no, she's kidding about that. Completely kidding. <laughs> Penny's one. So, um, so let me ask you, what does she look like when you're seeing her? Are she seeing? Is it like the just like watching Happy Days or watching? Okay. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. And. Uh, so I just want to talk about your journey a little bit. So you grew up uh, in Los Angeles. Do you want to show Jennifer where? Maybe she'll know. Hollywood Hills. I don't know. She's close close the Valley, but but well, but, I got shown the Hollywood sign, so that's just where I went. Oh, okay. And so then you did work for a while at the Whiskey A Go Go. Yeah, she did, and that's what was she... what was that like? She was everybody worked there. Hold on. She goes, that's where she didn't. Hold on. She says, that's where I learned not to smoke. <laughs> so I don't know. Because secondhand smoke in those days was so, like super popular. But right. let me ask you, at that during that time, uh, you got to meet that's a lot of. Got, that's where she got discovered, it feels like. Or that's where she met someone that was on. Or okay, I want to ask her about that in meeting. She met Penny. She met Penny. Okay, but before, was there. Hold on. before you get to Penny, because Penny's a little bit later, okay? 
she's giving you all this information simultaneously. Okay. And I'm what I'm trying to do is sort of break Why it apart. Tell me it wasn't that's not when she met Penny. That's what she was saying to me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I want to ask about when you met Fred. You know who I'm talking about. Jennifer does not. Luana knows who Fred is. 21 or 29? The first. Yeah. 21? Yep. Okay. And then... What was that, what was that like to meet Fred or anything you want to say to Fred? <laughs> he should be over there and I should be over here. <laughs> Let's switch um, places. That's thank funny. you. She said thank, she said thank you. Very good. And Fred had a partner who we've sp spoken to before. Okay. That was, um, she's showing me uh, Greece. The, was it the Greece? Uh, she, well, she's showing you, a, no, I, well, I don't know what she's showing you, but I, Penny's brother. Penny's brother was okay. Fred's partner. And that he signed her, they managed her. Ah, that's what, that's it. Okay. And we've interviewed Penny's brother. I don't think you remember his name. No, of course not. But his name is Gary. Gary, Gary and Fred. Gary Marshall, who went on to become a pretty famous film director, pretty woman, stuff like that. And Fred and 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 uh, Gary put her in some movies to begin with. And Penny, do you want to show uh, Luana's friend who put you in one of your first movies? It's probably the most famous one. I don't know. I just. I'll tell you his name begins with George. Okay. Can you? George is on this side. So, do you want to talk about what that experience was when George put you in his movie? It was thrilling, exciting, and didn't go anywhere or something like like it was. I don't know what her part was, but it didn't go anywhere. Well, let's ask her about that. What do you mean by that? Hold on. Just give me a second. I know you're talking about George Lucas, correct? Correct. Okay, so <laughs> show me something, and then I got sidetracked. Just give me. That's a okay. That's a, I. I torture you. I like to torture you, Jennifer. You torture me. <laughs> you don't understand the information coming. You're talking what? Hold on. Oh. She said it was spectacular. It was absolutely spectacular. She said I wasn't worthy. She just went like this. And but she also said it was a I don't know if it was a minute part that led to something else that within it. Right? That's right. It was a smaller part and show me like show me like R2D2, which was funny, but I know it wasn't R2. <laughs> well, no. let me say let me just no, say this. Right. You don't know the name of the film, but I do. And I'm gonna say it to you, American Graffiti. And the person who starred opposite you in that film. Why does Jack Nicholson keep popping into my well, head? Just tell tell the wanner to hold on a second with about Jack. Let's go right to the guy who was with you in that movie, American Graffiti. We've interviewed his father, Rance. I don't know if you remember who Rance is. Rance, and then his son became a very famous director, but also starred with Cindy in a television show, which was based basically on the movie that she did for George Lucas. So that would be Rance Howard. Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. Dear Rance. And he's in our class. Oh, We've talked Opie's, to him. In, Opie's dad. 
Yeah, Opie's dad. And Opie and Cindy starred in a television show called Happy Days. Very good. You were saying it as I said it. So, and Gary Marshall was the one who produced that show. And he was the one who came up with a spinoff, which put his sister, Penny, along with Cindy. And she's like the smarter one. <laughs> That's right. So the reason I mentioned Fred is because I, I wrote to him yesterday and I asked him and he said, he wrote back and he said he just was thinking of you, Cindy, and he called you one of the most generous, sweet spirits he'd ever met in his life. And what would you like to say to Fred? If anybody's because anything's better than Laverne, than Penny. <laughs> well. But, hey, both of them were. She, here's what he said. He said, thanks, Rich. Here's what Fred Roos said. Who's still on the planet? Produced okay. all the Coppola films. Thanks, Rich. Wonderful memories of dear, sweet, and gentle Cindy. So what would you like to say to Fred Roos? That's funny. She's quoting you. Tell him I'm not gone. I'm just not there. <laughs> <laughs> and anything you want to say to Ron? Because Ron was quoted today as uh, saying something sweet about you. Well, like Ron feels like a brother to her, like a little brother, like mutual admiration. Little brother. And Jennifer, you didn't know that they're age, they have an age difference, did you? Are you aware of that? Because Ron was, I think, 18 when uh, they were cast together and she and uh, Cindy was 24 when she did American Graffiti. He said it was like, you know, an older sister. He said she always treated me that that way. Like that's what he's brother. like. He's like the younger brother, my little brother. And that stayed forever until she passed, he says. She says. And she said, uh, and Ron said, we connected in an event in Palm Springs last year. I was just so taken by how her intelligence, energy, and sense of humor was still in high gear. Really a shock to imagine that spark is gone. So let's ask you, Cindy, is the spark gone? It's just getting started again. It's just <laughs> getting started. Wow. I love that. Okay, very good. Anything you want to my say to Ron? birthday party with my birthday party. That's so weird. All right. I, so I've got some other folks to ask you about. Anything you want to say to Ron as an aside? She says it's what I said to his face. I love you. Always. That's so sweet. Your uh, ex-husband, Bill is still on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. So what do you want to say to Bill? You can have it. <laughs> I don't know what she, is that what she said? You, you can have him or have it? You can have it. I don't know. Hold on. He can have it. He'll know what that means. I have no idea. Okay, very good. He can have it. It might be something of hers that he wanted to pass along to her children or something. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I and saw, I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to assume. And then I saw a horse. But I have no idea. Well, he'll know what that is. So if somebody listening to this knows Bill Hudson, pass it along. <laughs> That's it. He said he can have it. <laughs> Whatever it is. Said it like uh, times. I'm like, are you what is it? He'll know what it means. I'm like, okay. Okay, that's brilliant. And now just in terms of our class, I know this is a lot of people in our class, you you don't know this, Cindy. When they show up, they're not ready to talk. But why is it that you were ready to talk? Because she believed in it. She had time to believe in it so much more. So before, from what I'm picking up, if I'm getting the right interpretation, yeah, she is saying what I'm feeling, that um, first of all, I have a lot of friends over there. 
So we all work together just like we did here. She's like, secondly, I talked to a lot of people on the other side, you know, that I was heartbroken over and I believe that they were talking to me back. So this is easy for me. Um, easier, she says. And she believes in our class and what we're doing. She's like, I'm not going to go against the whole class. <laughs> well, let me ask you about Harry Dean Stanton, because Jennifer and I have had a couple it was of times. took him a little bit longer. Took him a little bit longer. That's absolutely correct, because Harry was a real disbeliever in an afterlife. But we asked him about that. But here's the weird part is that I did a Laverne and Shirley playing a pizza delivery guy who always had one slice missing from the pizza box with Harry Dean Stanton on that same show. Unfortunately, Penny, who can verify this, <laughs> cut me out of the show. So uh, the I think that's what they were trying to show me earlier all at once. When I was getting, I was getting somebody like cut out of the show, like it was. Yeah, and the line she says for her face, that was her line to me because I had a beard, and she was like, you know, complaining there was always a slice of pizza missing every time I delivered a pizza for her face, and then it was just funny because Penny said, "Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Harry Dean's." She says that their show is the first Seinfeld. Well, <laughs> there you go. Of course it was. I mean, it was brilliant and it was funny because you guys always kept it real. Um, and that thanks to all the people that we're, we have in our class, Gary Marshall, who, you know, has come forward and chatted with us. Funny guy. There's a lot of love and laughter over here, just like there was. She goes, oh, it's so interesting. So she showed me a circle, like all the love and laughter. You can only imagine what they had here when they were making the show, right? She says, take that and you're over, it's over there, right? She goes, now there's all this love and laughter that's over there. She goes, we try to recreate things that make us feel loved or, you know, she's, she goes, if I knew it was going to be this great. She goes, I would have quadrupled all of that here. Like, like, and she knew this, like whatever it is that you want the most of, give it away. Cause it just comes back in this life, in the afterlife, in another life, she's like, it just, it comes back. Let me ask you a silly question. I know that you and, and Penny had a falling out over the fact that they, you know, they they screwed up your schedule on the show and, and they just wrote you out of the show. And for, and people talked about it, but was, what was your, was there any reality to that or what was it like when you saw Penny? And punched her. And went right through her. <laughs> like a, right through the chin? Or you were like a, or through the stomach? Or what was the punch? No, hold on. There was an immediate understanding and love right off the bat. And it was inconsequential. The show was like a grain of sand. It was inconsequential to what we've been through together forever. You mean over other lifetimes? Mm -hmm. And I played the piano on a yacht so that Penny could sing songs to Bob Shay. And she's like, where was I? I was No, on I don't know why you weren't on the yacht. Well, that's it. I didn't know that she wasn't on the yacht. She goes, where was I? I wasn't on the yacht. <laughs> and I, uh, so, and like I say, I just, you know, I thought to myself, I do know so many people that know Cindy and loved her. And so, 
if she shows up, and I didn't know she would. Um, but I yes, like that. I say, I this morning I heard Furface, and I'm thinking to myself, who calls me Fur? Oh my gosh, that's the line from the show. So, um, so what would you like to tell people? Uh, and I really appreciate what you're saying, which is to let people know who are suffering, especially that the afterlife is all the glorious things that you did in life, and it's a recreation of that. But was there anything weird about that, or was it just total acceptance? She's saying complete vulnerability and love, continuous love. So, you know, every life is not perfect, but again, it, it's the essence of who you are that comes into a room that meets the essence of everybody that's loved you or didn't like you or whatever, but the essence of, you know, Penny and I, she knows, you know, I loved her so much. I didn't like her. <laughs> like back and forth but they had they were so much alike that's why they bought like they're she's like we were one big roller like roller coaster with each other we were just yeah and before i forget david kirkpatrick former head of paramount and a friend of mine who wrote the introduction to my next book uh, had a wonderful memory of how you gave him the keys to her, your office because it had air conditioning. And this is where he was a story reader. It had air conditioning and, and you were so generous to him. He wanted to point out that generosity stays with you throughout your life. Could you talk about that a little bit? She's like, that was, she just went like that. She goes, that was so simple. And it was, it wasn't right that we had air conditioners apparently, um, but it was, our makeup would melt, melt. Um, well, she's just showing me tons of smoke again. Um, okay. It's the, she showed me like, it's this little thing inside of you. It's the essence of who you are. Part of being part of getting things and giving it away has to do with the essence of who you are. That's just who I was. And David also pointed out that your generosity introducing him to George Lucas, who then that's how he, they ended up bringing Indiana Jones over to Paramount. And he was the he only show me Harrison. She showed me Harrison Ford. I just, I'm like, Oh yeah. Where was so, he? Oh, Han Solo. He was Han Solo. And then he was, and then he was Indiana Jones, but it was your intervention who made that happen. And he points out in his. Uh, then she looked. She's showing me Fred and Gary, or Gary and Gary George. and Fred. That's right, Fred Whatever. and Gary. Um, she goes. Everybody, it's a connection. She goes, but we're all lights, and if you're, if you are, um, you can't be. She's showing me like a magnet. You can't go up against a connection that's not supposed to be for you. So if, if there's, if you're supposed to be with a connection that's all the way across the other side of the world, you're going to have a bunch of connections here that are going to make it to where you can get there. It's just, she's saying it's the laws of physics. Well, it probably is. It's just physics that we don't quite yet understand. Quantum entanglement, that, those kinds of things. Oh, Jennifer just tapped her nose, which is yep. Cindy's way of saying yes. Yeah, Luana's. Um, Luana's way of saying yes. Very um, good. We need to do role reversal eventually because Luana is saying that you are a medium. Like you do get all this information that you like, you love to back it up with what your conscious mind says, but 
Luan is also very happy that you're tapping more into it. Well, I think it's it's amazing because Luana always had that ability here. I didn't, I wasn't aware of it. Other people have told me since of the things that she manifested in her life. You would just make fun of her. They would. You know, she had an album of Simon and Garfunkel that she put a candle under and she would tell her friends, I'm going to know them. And then she dated both of them. And, and neither one knew about it. So, I mean, to think about that manifestation. Right. So and, obviously, and somebody said, well, she was very witch-like. So have you contacted anyway. Jack Nicholson? So I have not contacted Jack. What does Luana want to say? And she knows uh, how I know him. And About the script. Oh, about the script of his life. Well, what does uh, Penny what, or Sally? I was reading Sally Kellerman's book, um, which I just happened to have, and she was saying, read my lips. And there's so many great stories about her and Jack in here. I thought I got to put that into Luana's script. So what are you saying? You're saying, Lou, we need to start it up again. Okay, you're tapping your nose. Yeah. Fred, last time I mentioned it to Fred, who has it, he's the producer of it. Last time I mentioned it to Fred, he said, I never stop thinking about this script. So maybe that's the thing. And Full circle. The full circle. Right across the world. The thing, All the things that are connecting to it. Everybody Very good. Everybody has access to what they're supposed to be connected to in the first place. They just can't see it or know it. You just have to keep doing what your passion is allowing you to, what you're like, if you have a passion, like I love my work. So all the challenging content that I mentioned earlier, it just comes with the job, but I love what I do. I love going to work. I love meeting people. It allows me to meet people that I normally wouldn't have met, you know, in this lifetime, maybe in a different way. I don't know, but there's just something about, what it is that if you follow your passion and you figure out a way to have it as your work, um, you're just, all the lights will come in. Like all the things that you're supposed to do, all the people that you're supposed to meet, you are, and they're saying, you're a great storyteller. That's why you're such a good author. That's why you bring people to life. Just like I, they're showing me, like, just like I try to keep, not keep people alive, but I bring people to life as well from the other side. And just a shout out to your dad, who I know stopped by to see you this past week. That was a beautiful story that you told on Facebook about your ring and your connection to your dad, Jim, who uh, we Medi always appreciate his presence. Mediums are not immune to it, you know, and part of it, too, is that, like, it really was the ring that felt, I'm like, I'm so attached to the ring thinking it's, it's keeping him around, but it's like, you don't need the ring to know that I'm here. And it just, it still was just this uncontrollable breathing. And I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, I couldn't, it was just this weird construct that I tried to calm down. I sat in my car after I got home and I'm like trying to calm myself down. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I calming myself down? It's okay. I need to feel this. I just didn't expect it. I didn't expect, I wasn't thinking about my dad's passing. I wasn't thinking about that it that was the last day that he was alive six years ago it didn't even like i posted mm. something else about the clouds talking to my dad but i didn't it wasn't but when it comes in whew, and and i just felt like i'm like i need to let people know like no matter who you are whatever grief you're having whether it's a relationship issue you know grief or either you're grieving over a loved one that's no longer here a, a relationship that's still here but not the relationship a you know your children uh, ex-husband um you know part of yourself maybe your job people grieve over the jobs that they don't have anymore 
like whatever it is that you're and whatever part of your grief that you you have give yourself the right to feel shitty like i didn't you know i took i canceled things the next day i'm like i just need to sit in it and then get myself ready to get let go of it well and the other unusual thing is cindy as she opened this conversation she said it's my birthday i'm celebrating my birthday and what she means by that if i correct me if i'm wrong is she's on the flip side it's starting a new journey so your dad's had that experience as well he's only been there six years of experience say again he just showed me a candle happy birthday he's like you know how much you love birthdays <laughs> All right, Cindy, let's give you the last word, ma'am. I know Jennifer's got to go. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Um, they just screamed, just all of them just screamed, love, love. Robin Williams gets all the last word. Love, love. Love, love. Love what love is, love who you are. Love, love who your friends are. Everything good, bad, and indifferent. Love it because it makes up who you are. Very sweet. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you. For your gifts and for doing this. And wow, another amazing journey. Well, love you. Love, love you. Love, love. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschafer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.